0: fans what's going on this is austin your host of the outer rim news podcast for the week of april the 19th i think it's uh going crazy we're almost at 420 what what (laughs) but uh again uh i've got my awesome co-host mr ray snedeker with me tonight and um i think we're going to get into a little bit of uh shenanigans as you would call it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about some crazy stuff, talk about some, some solo news, maybe talk about some some Star Wars inspirations mm-hmm. and you know, maybe we'll reveal a few things about ourselves,
1: maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll have a spiritual awakening.
0: <laughs> so what's up, man?
1: Not, How you feeling? Not much. I'm just i ready for the weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. You gonna get that four twenty on tomorrow? No. You hear what I'm saying? No. Four <laughs> twenty?
1: I wish.
0: You know you know what I'm talking about though, right? Four twenty. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: It's called. called, You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, April 20th. (laughs) It's it's a Friday this year. It's the new
0: Perfect Circle album. It comes out tomorrow. Duh. (laughs) So, anyways, man, Uh I've been good. I've just uh, (laughs) had a crazy week. Like I've been. I feel like I've been chasing the dragon this week, man. Like so. Apparently, Mm -hmm. you know, solo is in full effect. Mm -hmm. The marketing campaign is is on. Like they've. It seems like every day I've gotten a new message that YouTube has posted a new TV spot of Solo, and then every time I'm watching TV, I see TV spots. I mean, are you starting to kind of feel the the Solo love yet, or...
1: Well, I mean, well, being that I'm a... You know, I, I don't really have any cable... So, you're a cable cutter boy not not uh, not by choice it's just it's just easier just to pay for internet as it is at the moment but uh, right so, uh, so you don't get yeah, any
0: like ads on the am radio or anything like that
1: or? <laughs> <laughs> um let's see we what well, we do we do have the fx on demand but we haven't watched it lately but uh um, ah, okay I, don't, I think i have seen some ads for it like on youtube and stuff um so, I mean, I've been seeing it, and, you know, whenever I go on, like, my daily routine is in the morning is I check the news after I get to work, and, and I actually have Star Wars labeled as one of the, like, news things for, like, my personal news stuff that I keep tabs on, and so, I mean, they've been upping the solo stuff lately. Yeah.
0: Like, I've, here's my thing, I mean, it's, it gets crazy. Whenever we have a new Force Friday or whatever, you know, just the, when the toys start coming out... Mm-hmm. You know, I try to act like, ah, it's all right. I'll get it when I get it. You know, I try to act coy. But then, man, the, when them toys hit the shelves, dude, I'm just like, I'm searching stores like crazy, trying to find all that I can, at least to see what's coming out, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this this past, God, this past, what, two weeks? I'm trying to remember when the toys hit shelves. Was it last Friday? It was
1: last Friday, I think.
0: Last Friday. So, um, so yeah, ever since then, um, I know I went... I went by Think Geek. We have a Think Geek store here in town, and um, I knew that they would probably cause they they were the only place in town because our Toys R Us is closing down. So I didn't think they would have anything. But Think Geek was hosting like a release party, so that day after work I I stopped by just to see the the line, you know, and and see the I mean, when I say line, I mean the line of new stuff. But <laughs> there was I mean there wasn't really anybody. Going nuts in there, but they, um, yeah, man, they had them all. They had all the Black Series figures. They had like the three and three quarter inch figures. I think they had a few of them. Um, I know they had like, you know, cups, models, you know, blankets, all that kind of stuff. It it was pretty cool, but man, like, have you seen? I, I just want to get this out of the way. Have you seen the recent Black Series figures, like this this wave or like the maybe the past? I would say probably the wave after the when the last Jedi first started. You know when they had like Luke and Ray and Kylo, Thrawn. I think you bought Thrawn, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we got Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: After that wave, did did you notice that the figures got even better?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, like in what way? Like you know, like better the fit, scrub, like, like. I'll tell you this much: scrub, the scrub, it, yes, facial the
0: facial structure. Because I want to say I read somewhere that they had perfected or they're using a new method for the scanning, mm-hmm. and so it obviously shows. And if you haven't noticed, dude, go look. Like I'll tell you this much: I noticed it whenever I saw. Like they just put out that it was like the next wave mm-hmm. after the first of last Jedi figures. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a new Ray figure in the the. Um, what do you call it? I guess the Jedi training? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Was it Jedi training? Because yeah, I, I know the first one, you know, the first one's the one that she wore when she fights the Red Guards and mm-hmm. all that, and she got the Slash on her arm. This one, she has the cowl and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I looked at the face, and I'm like, they finally got her face right. Like, her face looked really good. looked really detailed. And Poe, Poe Dameron's face but, looked really good when they, they released Captain, looked, the Captain They
1: finally got it looking like Oscar Isaac
0: dude cuz you remember the oh, first yeah. the, oh, like the f- force awakens his was
1: horrible man
0: i never i didn't even buy it i wanted it so bad and then when i saw <laughs> it i was like i don't want to no part of that. it was like someone was <laughs> like someone part
1: like, of it it just it looked was like someone horrible. threw a, like a little gack piece of gack at it like a an and just said just try and make it look out like Os- oscar Isaac. and they did that and he said yeah, like, and okay he goes, now we're going to see a little bit we're gonna squeeze. Yeah, it. and he's just
0: like, uh, uh, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make him look like a just a regular person who ate a lot of chocolate pudding. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. the dude looks like he's got chocolate on his face. <laughs> like it was so weird. Like I guess it's supposed to be five o'clock shadow, but it it just looks stupid. So yeah, that came out. I'm. Sure, I think they, they released another figure, and then the toys, of course, look pretty bad. Like the three and three quarter inch, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I remember when the first line came out the new wave with the last Jedi figures, the three and three quarter inch Poe. I will, I'll tell you this much, all the three and three quarter inch figures that have come out so far since the last Jedi, mm-hmm. they've been looking really good. Like they've really stepped up the three and three quarter inch mm-hmm. game. Like they really did good with those. So Poe looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, then they finally put out Captain Poe Dameron, you know, and he's wearing the vest. Kind of looks like, he looks a lot like Han Solo, really. Mm -hmm. And dude, his face looks perfect. And I bought it. I was like, I gotta have that. (laughs) So that kind of told me what was coming up. And now the new Solo figures are out. And I've, I was able to pick up Han and Lando. And they both look phenomenal. They look phenomenal. They have in Tarkin. I think there's there's a Tarkin figure. He looks great. I, I want to get him next. Um, I think Chewie's a Target exclusive, but I haven't seen him in any stores yet, like in our Target. Oh, they're making,
1: a, uh, they're making a they're making a solo Chewie also.
0: Yeah, with the you know with the the duo Bandolier.
1: See, does he does, for the movie? Tell me this though. Does he also have the goggles?
0: Yeah, it comes with the goggles.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that. Okay, i got to get that one. I like.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to get it. But I, I think it's a Target exclusive. If I, I read that on, on the web, so take that with a grain of salt. But um, well, I'm sure the comments will be, like, flaming me, like, it's, you know.
1: Well, I remember, um, like, because yeah. I just, like, over the weekend, I mean, I haven't seen all the ones that you've seen yet. For some reason, like, our, like I went to our Walmarts Friday night or Saturday night here, and... They didn't have anything from the new movie. We, went, we actually did, though, because, you know, you told me you got the Solo for, like, what was it, 5 bucks.
0: I was going to tell you, yeah, yeah you I was going to tell that story. Like, so, yeah, I, I go to a local Walmart, and I was like, because I hadn't bought any of the figures yet. And I'm like, well, let me let me just go see, because usually you get a better deal in Walmart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the international listeners know this, but Walmart, the retail store, they just, you know, they, they get good prices on their stuff and so like the blank series figures when they come out they're usually like 16 17 bucks which is better than 24 Mm -hmm. and uh i was like well let me just see what walmart has and so far i had been to other we've got like 10 walmarts (laughs) around me so i we went to other ones and never saw anything so i just happened to walk into one it's like a little (laughs) rinky dinky one and uh went to the toy section and looked and They said the new solo figures, but they just had the three and three quarter inch. They had the new Falcon, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, huh. And then I happened to look down and it was like basically thrown at the bottom of the shelf. Like it wasn't hanging up on a peg. It was thrown down was one figure, one black series figure of Han. And I was like, oh, crap. And I grabbed him up and I was like, oh, wow, he looks good. You know, I'm real picky. I'll look at my figures and try to see if there's any imperfections and (laughs) all that crap. (laughs) He looked good. I was like, all right, so let me scan him and see how much he is. Dude, he rang up for five dollars. I <laughs> ran out of the store with that that thing, I man. I was like, before they find out, because <laughs> I was scared that I was going to get up there and it was going to do something completely different. But mm-hmm. no, five dollars for a brand new solo figure. <laughs> so now I'm greedy. So I've got family like in Dublin, Swainsboro, Videa, like. I keep asking them to look and be like, hey, if you see any more for $5, get me a Lando, get me a Tarkin, get me you know." Because, <laughs> I mean, you can't beat $5. But no. so far, no luck, dude. You can't find any of them anywhere. And so I ended up going to Target, and Target had Lando. They had one Lando left, and he was 20 bucks. and I just went ahead and got him. So I've got Han and Lando so far. But, yeah, dude, $5. God.
1: So, see... Because you told me about that, you know, we went to Walmart, and I just wanted to see maybe if they had any of them, like, I wasn't looking for them to be $5, but I was going to just see what they had, and they did not have anything, like, none of the new Lego sets were out, none of the new figures were out, but, they, but what we did get was, like, we found uh, Jen Arso for 5 bucks, the Black Series, mm-hmm. and yep. yeah, Brittany loves her, so, like, you know, we went ahead and just got her while we could, you know, I mean, didn't know if we would ever see her for 5 bucks again. Right, yeah,
0: and we actually have. I think I saw Jen so in our Walmart here. I may go pick her up too, because um, they had her and they had Finn in the Imperial uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about getting him too. I don't, I don't know, but um, I've got so many of the Finn figures. But um, I'd really like to get a Rose figure at some point, but I haven't seen. I saw her once, and I haven't seen her since. Mm-hmm. But no, man, it's it's crazy. I, I really want that Chewie figure, and I want Tarkin, mm-hmm. and they have a Death Star um, trooper. You know, Death Star. Death. You know, with the big
1: black helmet. Talking, I think they call it the Death Trooper.
0: Yeah, well, not the Death Troopers; those are the ones from from uh, Rogue One. But the Death Star, the, the Gunners, the Death Star—they oh. probably call Death Star Gunner. You know, the big, the big helmets.
1: Oh, the ones that kind of like Vader-shaped looking because they're all like really yeah wide. with the long.
0: They're like they almost like you know dark helmets. Yeah, the ones that are in <laughs> the, the space balls.
1: Yeah, the ones are like yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. they did it.
0: So the they got one of those out. And that, even his face, dude, even his face. And I'm sure they probably just used some, you know, probably one of the toy makers or whatever probably just used his face for reference because I don't recognize the face, but it looks so detailed. It looks so, I don't know. They just, they, they've really nailed them. So like black series at this point, they're like, they're doing it big now. Like I'm, I'm really impressed. I hope they don't change that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, the, the three and three quarter inch figures are better you know i kind of wish they were a little bit bigger you know like just a tad bit you know kind of like the um, power of the force figures from mm. the 90s but i'm just partial to that those i don't know those just looked i don't know i prefer those for whatever reason but the newer ones just seem like they're tight they're just taught they're like a tad bit smaller and just they almost feel so brittle you know like like you'll easily break them or something i don't know but um i don't know i've got I've, i used to was like i wouldn't touch the black series figures too much. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's too much money. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm always finding them if either, either I get special deals on them or I have family members that are getting them for me and stuff. Like I'll get them for like birthday presents and Christmas and stuff. So I just amassed this huge collection of them to the point where now I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm into the black series <laughs> figures. So, but no, I, I looked around, you know, I've just been on a mad witch hunt, dude. I have, I have been to every Walmart within like the, a 20 mile radius of here. And either they don't have anything of Solo, or they'll have like the three and three quarter inch figures, and they have a Millennium Falcon out now, like from the new Solo movie. But it's only like it, it's small. It's not like the big electronic ones. But I want to. I, I don't know if it's electronic, but I know that it has like the the escape uh, pod or whatever on the front of it that pops off. Mm-hmm. But it's thirty dollars for this little thing. I mean, I don't even think it's the, as big as the like the Tie Fighters and the A Wing Fighter. And, you know the mm-hmm. you know those those ships. I don't even think it's that big, and it's thirty bucks. I'm like, I want to get it, but I'm not paying thirty dollars yeah. for
1: that. <laughs> and
0: I've seen some of the Lego sets. Like I've seen, there's a there's like a Speeder set. Yeah, yeah. This guy, I want to say it's got the main villain from the or Moloch. one of the villains from the new movie with the mask.
1: Yeah, I think the thing's Moloch. Moloch something yeah, like something like that.
0: So, so I've seen that, and I've you know I. I'm wondering if they're going to do a new line of uh, Hot Wheels ships because I love those die-cast Hot Wheels ships that have been coming out with the movies mm-hmm. because I was hoping they would put out a new Falcon, you know, with that because I love, I love collecting those things. So maybe we'll see those pretty soon. Maybe probably when the movie comes out is probably we'll, when we'll see more toys. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm kind of digging the fact, though, that they're not, like, oversaturating the market, you know, with, yeah. with the toys. like Because with, with The Last Jedi, they kind of... You know they threw them out there, but like they didn't sell well, and and I feel like they just didn't have. Okay. I don't know. Well, the, they, just the,
1: well, they kind of overdid the marketing a little bit back with the Force Awakens. Remember, there was the yeah. uh, the infamous oranges. Yeah, there were the Star Wars brand oranges with like I think Dooku was maybe on them.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just talking about in terms of, like,
1: toys. just just toys, countless
0: amounts of toys. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, The Force Awakens, you know, which that one was warranted. It was a big hype train. Mm-hmm. You know, we hadn't had a new Star Wars movie in ten years. You know, I, you get it. I, you know, it's like, it's going to happen. And I loved it. It was a good feeling. But The Last Jedi, I feel like they tried to, they thought they could recreate that. But the hype wasn't as, it wasn't there as much. So, you, you end up having a lot of peg warmers, as they call them. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't know, even Rogue 1. I mean Rogue 1 I felt like didn't have a, as big of a push, but I don't know solo, it's still like I wish that they were a, a little more accessible and you could get some stuff, but you know, I guess you know, at least they're putting them out little bit by little bit and you can you can enjoy it, but um I don't know. I mean, I'm, I I do enjoy what they've put out so far. It looks pretty cool. Mm. I mean, you can get the 3 and 3 quarter inch figures look good. You can get Kira, Chewie, um Han Lay- no, actually, no. You can't even get. Uh, I don't even think you can get Han or Lando by themselves. You can only get. I know you can get Lando in like a deluxe box. You know, with like it comes with. I think some other figures. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they put out an episode one pack with Qui Gon and Darth Maul. Really, Oh, that was pretty interesting. So, <laughs> you know, they are in combining and and they've also, I think, with the new with the new wave, they've repackaged like you know, uh, I think Luke, old Luke from Last Jedi. And uh, I feel like there's a few other oh I think jenner or so I think is a repackage in there,
1: I'm but su- um I'm still surprised that they, they haven't made uh the legend luke you know the you know the one that he does when he comes to crate I'm, dude, i dude it one
0: better right. happen it better happen like <laughs> I want a especially now that they're doing really good black series figures mm-hmm. they've got to do a a you know a force projection Luke or crate Luke. You know, in black series because I mean, and I, and the three and three quarter inch, I'll yeah. get both of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, because yeah. whether or not it was real, you know, you know, the whole force projection stuff. Mark Hamill just looked really awesome in that in that outfit. He just, you know, and he had, the, you know, he didn't have the gray hair anymore. You know, he had it, yeah. colored. He just no, he, he was he yeah, looked he looked fine. great. I mean, he oh, looked
0: yeah. great yeah so I'm hoping they will, and I'm sure they will because that's probably a high demand like people I'm sure people are telling them that that's what they want and that's mm-hmm. you know they'll i'm sure it'll eventually come out maybe maybe in the next wave or so mm-hmm. you know it, it may take a little bit but um i there's something I was gonna bring up here oh with the with the trailers or the t v spots mm-hmm. they um they've been putting out more and more stuff have you seen there's a there's a newer t v spot that's like on youtube? with um, it's pretty much the same we've already seen but there's this one shot where I guess there's something going down and Lando basically tosses yeah, saw that. Yeah. Hans Blaster to him mm-hmm. dude was that not badass <laughs>
1: that was awesome oh, like
0: I, I'm getting so hyped for this movie now even it's like I knew it was going to happen. I knew once it got closer I was going to start getting super hyped for it. But like when I when I saw that, I'm just so ready to see Lando and Han. Like I'm just so
1: ready for it, dude. Like, it's what I'm hoping that we're seeing. Like you know, some people will like play with what you're going to see in the movie like mm-hmm. I would say the best example was The Dark Knight. Remember like we saw all the trailers and remember like when the I think maybe they maybe you would call it the fourth act, but when he had uh, taking the building, you know, and, you know, like he, uh, you know, the big building scene where it's like the building under construction, mm-hmm. and he had to fly in there and he started using his and uh, his little uh, special uh, bad vision stuff. I remember right. like we talked about that after, like how surprised we were because they didn't show any. I don't think they showed any footage of anything from that happening. So that was just like this big, huge sequence that we knew nothing about coming up. And I'm I'm wondering like with this one if maybe. You know, if there's some big set piece maybe we don't know that's, you know, coming. I'm I'm hoping.
0: Right. I hope so. I mean, e- even with Rogue One, you know, we got surprised with, with a lot of Rogue One mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and it, it, I guess in terms of scale, I think when the, the closer to time it came out, you started seeing more stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've done a good job with, like, holding back on a lot of big set pieces. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that, you know, Han... Uh, solo will will surprise us and give yeah. us some really cool, big scenes that. Weren't ruined in the trailer because I'll tell you, man. I'm, I get I get so tired of. It. I mean, I love these trailers. I get hyped for them. But then after it's all said and done, and you've watched the movie a few times, and you go back and you saw the trailer again, you're like, God, they they totally played the whole movie in that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just I hate that they have to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, man. Movies like The Dark Knight. There was another movie recently. I feel like they did that. Like, I totally did not see. Like they they didn't reveal a lot of stuff and it was really good, but yeah, like stuff like that, man, where you just you know save save some of the real goodies for the for the moviegoers, mm-hmm. like when you go to
1: see it. Well, so yeah, well, it seems like the big ones they've been pushing so far is like you know the the big train heist. They've been showing yeah. pieces of that, and it looks like whatever the big uh, storm that they're going through, you know, maybe it's the Maw. Or, right, but uh, like
0: I guess it must be. Maybe it's the Kessel Run, or yeah, maybe, it's maybe we'll see the Kessel Run in this movie. I feel like we will because feel, what there's well, a Kessel
1: Run Falcon. That's the name Lagos. of. I mean, that's the official name of the Lego Falcon of the uh, One yeah. for Solo. It's called Kessel the, Run Falcon. Ke, yeah, Kessel Run Falcon. So yeah, yeah. it has okay. to be in there. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Yeah,
0: okay. That's why I was I was making sure. But um, so yeah, I mean, I'll tell you this much. I bet I bet there's gonna be a lot of people when they see this movie. There's gonna be fans that are just gonna be just boohooing about Canon, I bet because you know I'm sure this movie is not gonna give you anything that you thought you were gonna see you know how we all because especially from the old Canon we mm-hmm. know how Han won the ship, mm-hmm. how he won the Kessel run you know we we finally cover all that stuff so they're having to redo all of that mm-hmm. and I bet there's gonna be so many people angry with with how they treat it because I'm sure it's gonna be different than what we think, mm-hmm. but I don't know I'm just ready to see. Just, I'm ready to see a movie where we have like the young Han and Lando dynamic, and it may not even be a good dynamic. It may be the fact that they they're almost like frenemies. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but I would love to see that. I'd love to see how Sonic they interacted Knuckles. like that. Huh?
1: It's like Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's exactly. Han Solo and his friendly rival Lando.
0: That's perfect. <laughs> I, I think that's perfect, Sonic and Knuckles. There you go. So, but yeah, I, I just can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see, you know, how Kira plays into it because I think she's um, she's like a, a childhood friend of Ponds. I, I think they're I think they're both from Corellia.
1: S- something I noticed also it- that has to do with her. Um, I mean, this might be a spoiler, but. Someone did notice, I think it's uh, in some promotional picture with her. It might be like a bookmark or something, but it's mm-hmm. got a picture of her, and it's like a full-body shot. And in her hand, uh-huh. she's actually holding the dice, the gold dice. Hmm. So people are wondering, like, maybe it's something of hers that she ends up giving to Han at some point. Uh, I, I don't know how it's going to play into it, but people are like wondering, you know, that's a pretty specific thing to put on a character in a promotional picture. Right.
0: Could be. I mean, it could be that they're, you know, like I said, I think they, they I think they knew each other when they were children mm-hmm. because they, they both come from Corellia together, mm-hmm. from that planet, which is awesome. I hope we get to see more of that. I think we will. Be.
1: I mean, because they're um, Lego pieces. They're like little Lego figures for uh, one of the sets where there's a animal creature that comes in called a Corellian dog, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sweet. So yeah.
0: I think I remember that, too, from the leak. Late- photos. So I think we'll see. So Carillo. yeah, that's, that'll be cool. But I, I bet you it's probably something like that dynamic where they grew up almost like brother and sister mm-hmm. and she gave him the dice as a, like a remember me, good luck charm kind of thing. And then he probably bet those, use those dice somehow to win the Falcon. And it was sort of like a spiritual thing. Like, you know, she was, she helped me win this sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, something like that. But yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good catch there. Cause I didn't, I haven't seen that yet. Um, but yeah, man, just in general, I'm just getting really excited about it. Um, looks like they're going full out. They're gearing up. They even, I think today they released the, um, international, the UK poster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it looks pretty good. It's, it, it looks a lot like, um, you remember like the Iron Man and I think it was at least Iron Man one and maybe Iron Man two posters. Mm-hmm. They came out. They kind of, you know, it's basically just like a stack of characters.
1: Oh, you mean kind of like the? Uh, you know. Oh, I know what you mean. It's, it's kind of like almost par for the course with the Marvel posters. You know, they the, got, exactly got all exactly the, all the characters doing some kind of action that are going to be starring in right. the movie in some way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Which I it looks good. I yeah. like it. it. It it works, especially for the movie. But um,
1: I want, I, but yeah,
0: I, I think that came out today.
1: I, I I wish there was like, cause did they do like. You know, I know they did it still for you know Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, even though they didn't actually get Drew Struzan back. But didn't they kind of do them like you know in the style of Drew Struzan? You know the 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 you know the posters for uh, you know Last Jedi and Force Awakens.
0: I know the Force Awakens did he he did a teaser poster. Yeah, it was yeah. it was Drew Struzan who did that. But you know
1: like you and know, then they did they the did, regular posters yeah. that are. But that yeah, but they did put posters out. They were kind of like in, you know, if you were to like put it up against like the previous like posters he did, you know, you could kind of see like a uniform to it. Like you know, they look yeah. Similar. There's a
0: similarity, definitely. But yeah. did they? Do, but I I wish he would actually do them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wish he would actually do the posters.
1: Well, what well what I was getting to was, you know, did they kind of do something like that with maybe Rogue One? Like did something kind of in that style? I'm trying to remember. Um,
0: I, you know. To be honest with you, I can't remember them really doing that because I just know that Rogue One usually was like the, I mean, there's the the, yeah, the DVD yeah, Blu-ray yeah, release yeah that kind of had
1: that was, was kind of similar, but it didn't it yeah because exactly the
0: other ones were similar. like them on Scarif you know yeah. like on the beach yeah. like you'd see the Death Star up in the distance mm-hmm. and then they they on they're on the beach or whatever mm-hmm. that's usually what I remember seeing, but um which was good imagery man they did I think they did a good job with like the Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Imagery like the the posters and stuff like that look really cool, but um, but yeah, I wish they would have gotten. I wonder why Drew Struzan doesn't do the posters anymore.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I, I want to say I read something about that, but I, I've I've forgotten already. In my old like, I wonder age. if it's
0: his decision. Like he's kind of like semi-retired. Like I doesn't want to do it. I mean, I, I love that he did yeah. the Force Awakens. That poster looked amazing. I think, it, I, think I
1: mean, I think it's almost become like this. I mean, because if you, if you kind of, you know, if you look around on the internet and you kind of just pay attention to what people are saying about stuff, there's almost become kind of this laziness when it comes to movie posters lately. Oh, definitely, to where yeah. It's so much easier to just put these very, like, obviously crappily thrown together, you know, posters like, I remember Days of Future Past had a particularly bad when They the X-Men movie. Uh huh. That one had a that one had a pretty rough uh, one that just looked like you know they just took different pictures of each of the characters and kind of just photoshopped them together into one yeah. Yeah, into one poster <laughs> and you know yeah it's almost like they're trying to say yeah we can do this type of style but we can do it cheaper without having to hire this one artist we can just have our house guy do this where you know right. there there always seemed to be like a a special you know charm or you know a, a love a passion put into it like when someone like Struzan did it and it. it I feel like yeah, there's almost like a, a soullessness to it when they do it like that. And I mean, I want to say like maybe there have been a couple of like even Star Wars has done it. I think with maybe one of the Force Awakens when I remember seeing some people complain about like how the posters looked. At least some of them, but maybe not. The yeah, main
0: which yeah, I mean they they're definitely I I get tired of the same old like, photoshopped crap that's mm-hmm. that's used for posters. They, they especially the ones that just look so off like. I think um, like the Star Trek. I remember the Star Trek reboot poster looked okay, but you know it was kind of like that teaser mm-hmm. where it was. They use a lot of the where was the character posters of the character. You know where it's just like you see half their face or whatever, yeah, but you yeah. just kind of have the different ones. But then the, there's a UK version of the the poster that looked really cool. It kind of had that Star Wars throwback look to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like at least now with these like like with the solo poster for example like the new one that came out today and mm-hmm. you know like the force awakens stuff yeah i feel like they all kind of model themselves after like empire strikes back i feel like set the bar for a lot of movie posters to come like empire strikes back set set the bar for movies from <laughs> like to, to today i mean down to its the you know like its tone to the marketing like that poster you have that sweep it kind of curves around and you have all the action. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the kiss scene, the the people riding on, you know, like an animal and, you know, the action and all that, you know, the villain in the background, all that kind of stuff. I mean, they, uh, you know, they did, I think it feel. I feel like they just kind of go after that format for all that stuff now. And they, but then they've gotten to where they're like, oh, now we can Photoshop and we'll just, layer this stuff on and it looks awkward. I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it, it or the majority of the time it doesn't, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Or you have the lazy comedy covers now, like with the Apatow uh you know, generation where it's just they're they're like it's a photo shoot, and yeah. so it's just this plain background, and they're like holding each other or making a funny face, like ah, or you just know. The, uh, and it looks yeah. like they all use the same <laughs> studio, the same background. Or like, oh, or they, 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 like they took the pictures at Walmart. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, and that and that works perfectly for Judd Apatow because he he likes that style but when yeah you know, when other people try to, try to emulate it it just it doesn't yeah. come out well like there just a brilliance to seeing just seth rogan's face on a on a you know on a poster and the tagline was like would you let this man have your baby
0: right yeah <laughs> yeah Exactly, and then like now everybody, it's just they're like, well, you know, they they you you can basically characterize movies now as like apatow movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is he producing the majority of them, but he but it's just that genre. It's like comedy is apatow. He they they both mean the same thing yeah. now. So oh, now we have to make the posters all look the same. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we won't get that apatow audience to come in.
1: Yeah. That sort of crap. And it all comes down but, to just you know it it all comes down to marketing and you know it, it's it's weird it, you know it becomes it. It becomes one of those bottom-line things, almost, to, like, it, where it's not so much about the art form of it, it's as in the maximizing profit form of it. You know, is it, and that comes yeah. back to what you were talking about with spoiling trailers. The spoiling trailers part has to do more with the lowest common denominator, you know, that, you know, what they look at is the most general of the general audience – you show them as much of the story as possible because they don't want to. You know, they don't care about surprises. They just want to see fun stuff happen on you know the screen. And yeah,
0: which is I can't it, tell you how frustrating that is. And, uh,
1: man. I mean, but the thing is, if you look back, and it's crazy because you know you don't think about it until you really start looking. But when you go back and look at old trailers and stuff, you'll you'll see like an incredible amount of spoiler stuff in the movies right. as they are. It's all it's insane. It's it's. Uh, I, It's it's always been there. We just never really think about it.
0: Well, I'll I'll say it, but I'll tell you this though: it's been there. But I've also noticed that when you look, when you go back and look at those movies, Mm -hmm. a lot of those movies trailers like that, like when they're movie trailers, Mm -hmm. they, you know, I I get that that was the hype machine. It was just like Batman. You know, when Batman came out, all it was was just, it was a sizzle reel. They used to just make sizzle reels, Mm -hmm. and so you just, you just had boom, 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 boom. You had no clue what the plot was. You just saw, you know. You just saw that stuff was happening. You know what I'm saying? Like you have dialogue from the movies and action scenes, just boom, boom, boom. And then they started, you know, you know, in a world, that, you know, they start having the trailer voice. And like even sometimes the trailer of stuff would would be very vague. But I will say that I, I noticed that you know back in those days, you know, we didn't have like YouTube and stuff to go to, so all the movie trailers we knew, usually saw were TV spots. Yeah. Like, only if you went to the movies a lot and saw, like, the theatrical trailers or, or paid had a attention good VHS to them collection. would you get to see these. So the TV spots yeah. were usually very vague, or, like, mm-hmm. the VHS spots were very vague, and you you didn't get as – I feel like you just didn't get as much of the spoiler stuff, you know, as as, you, as we're prone to get now, because now we're in that age of information where we have to have it all right now, so we, we hunt it down. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like back then people probably just didn't – you know, I, I feel like – Back then, you could just go, you know, Melanie Griffith, Goldie (laughs) Hawn, bonkers, you know, this summer. And people would just go, eh, I'm going to see that, you know, because they liked Mm. the actors. And that's it. That's all they cared about. (laughs) So, like, now we're just like, "Uh uh-huh, well, how does that movie go? Okay, well, what happens at the end? Eh, I don't want to see it now. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. But, no, I get you. They Back then, they used to tell the whole movie, yeah. <laughs> you know, a man falls in love with a girl. Oh, no, but she gets pregnant. But it's okay. She has an abortion at the end. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> this fall. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, man, I, I'll tell you, though. And, oh, and, and also, I, f- I forgot to mention this, too. Maybe we'll have to – maybe we'll get to do a review at some point. I don't know if you're you're interested, but the – Along with the solo hype was the the new book that came out Friday, uh, mm-hmm. Last Shot. Apparently, so I was able to pick that up, but I haven't gotten to start it yet. Have you Have you thought about reading that one? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I mean, I spotted it because I, I remember you telling me about it, and then I was like, I just saw this over the other day. But um, yeah, I, I, one thing that stood out to me that I really liked was I liked the jacket on it. You know, because it's, yeah, her, it's yeah, completely they're... reversible, so you could have like a Han Solo mm-hmm. side and a Lando side. Yep. I thought that was kind of clever. So I, I was yeah. thinking, like, if and, anything, you know, it'd be uh, yeah, that would be a cool addition to have to the collection. And I do, like, from what I've read of the story, it looks good. So I, I think I'm going to pick it up at some point and get it.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to – it's definitely one I wanted to read because it, I like the idea of them doing the back and forth. Like, you get, mm-hmm. you know, a piece of it. I don't know where it takes place. I guess it's it must be after Solo, like maybe right after Solo or something. I, I don't know. But, uh, you get the early adventure and then you get the, the adventure like post Return of the Jedi. So Mm. I thought that was really cool. So that'll, that'll be interesting to, you know, to get a, you know, a solo and Lando story together. Mm -hmm. And I got the Barnes and Noble edition. So it came with that reversible dust jacket, but it also had a poster on the inside that's reversible. It's got one side Lando and one side Han. So that was really cool. Oh,
1: sweet. Yeah,
0: man. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, I mean, people, if you haven't gotten there yet, you know, go out, take a look. New figures are out. They look amazing, you know, yay to Hasbro for finally perfecting the, the, the modeling for the black series figures and, and hurry up with that Luke figure. We want the crate Luke, please. I would love to have the, the, the Octo, you know, hermit Luke figure too. I love that suit. So if they'll put both of those out, I would
1: be very happy, <laughs> but uh, you you know, we agree.
0: talked about, Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say they should also include a jar of green milk with Luke.
0: Dude, they have to. They have to. And, and if they don't, you know the fans are gonna. There's gonna be people doing customs. They, like, they be able to buy him Yeah,
1: well, they should make a. They should make a variant version of that same Luke that you're wanting. To, but the only difference is, is that he's got like some green stains on his beard.
0: Oh man, I would be, I would be like, this is cool, but I'm mad at the same time. <laughs> he's got that disgusted look on his face, like, Ugh, like when he, he, like that's another thing. I couldn't, I couldn't get if he was like, like, Whew, that's some strong milk when he drink it, or that's the good stuff in that movie because he had this look that could have went either way. I mean,
1: I've, I've heard some people like say like they've interpreted as like, because you know it's taking place where he's you know just have to raise there and everything he does it looks like he's trying to turn her away from him. Like, so he's trying wow, to just yeah. look as unappealing <laughs> as possible in every like, you know, look at me. I'm just going to jump out here. I'm going to get some fish, and then I'm going to go over here. I'm going to milk this really strange creature, and I'm going to drink this milk, and I'm going to look as disgusting as I can while I do it.
0: <laughs> right. I'm going to fart in front of her. i mean, I'm he, rip a fart. <laughs> I mean, it
1: almost seems like there's some intentionality to, you know, him just, you know, he takes a sip. He, he doesn't take just, a, like, a clean sip. He takes a nasty you know, swig yeah. of it to where it's like dripping <laughs> yeah. all around his face. And he just makes like a little face. Like he just had a really strong shot of whiskey. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't tell if he's like, that's the good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think he's like, like trying oh, his, that's rat piss. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think he's like trying his best <laughs> till like I just make her disgusted with him. So she'll just like, like think this was a mistake. I should leave right now. <laughs> yeah, this, exactly. this man has lost his marbles. No. I do not need oh, to be Jesus. asking him questions.
0: <laughs> Man, but you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. We we mentioned, you know, or I mentioned the the whole legacy from empire to today and how mm-hmm. it's kind of influenced a lot of things. But you know, let's let's talk let's let's move to that subject because I I had a really cool question, or mm-hmm. I think for all intents and purposes, you kind of come up with the <laughs> idea. So <laughs> I just want to fake it like it's mine, but it's not as mine. It's just it's your idea. Mm-hmm. But what? Um, how do you feel Star Wars has influenced your life? Like how you, I guess like how you've, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like how you've ingested pop culture and and influenced your tastes
1: after seeing the Star Wars movies. (laughs) Well, I've thought long and hard about this question and I still haven't.
0: (laughs) Whoa, this is so spontaneous. (laughs) I I
1: wasn't prepared. It's so spontaneous (laughs) that I'm still not prepared. So I'm going to kind of wing it as I go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not paper um, crinkling.
0: That's not that at all.
1: I mean, a lot of different ways. Like I told you, like, you know, one thing that always happens with me in movies, like if I really enjoy something and, you know, some actors stand out to me, what I'll do from then on, I'll pay attention, you know, uh, to anything they do in the future, so like you know, after episode one, uh, you know, I, I really started to pay attention to like you know stuff I saw Ewan McGregor in, or if I saw that uh, uh, Liam Neeson was in something, uh, Natalie Portman, because I Natalie Portman, like I I, got, I had a crush on her after episode one.
0: Who didn't? Who <laughs> I, didn't have a crush? So like on yeah, her? so like any
1: movie, any movie she had, like that over the last you know er, you know because I, I had. I, I really didn't know that she had such a big career already before that movie. So, like, I went back and watched all the movies she, she had been in before. So, like, I went and saw um, Beautiful Girls, which I was too young to really understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I re- <laughs> see, I
0: remember that movie and I remembered her in The Professional. Oh, you know, God. here it was yeah, just the, the Professional. Yeah, The but, Professional. I think that was um, her debut.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was her big,
0: big, big time debut. But the movie, the only movie I knew her from before episode one was I'm like, hey, that's the Mars Attacks girl.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was the yeah, she was Jack Nicholson and uh, Glenn Close's daughter, the president's daughter. Exactly. Um, you know, she did, she did. uh, I don't know if it was before episode. Yeah, it was it was after episode one. Um, she did that movie Susan with Susan Sarandon. Um, anywhere but here. Yeah, I remember watching that because of that. Um, I watched, you know, you I mean? I think you saw this too. Yeah, uh, where the heart is.
0: I actually, <laughs> you know. I love that movie. Yeah, actually, like, movie. like where the heart is was good. I mean, she gave birth to a baby in
1: Walmart. Like, yes. how
0: white trash can you get?
1: Yes. <laughs> and how how dare anybody question a Forney's love for her?
0: Forney. Dude, I remember I just loved that name. I was like, "Who who in the hell is called Forney?" Like I have never heard that name before that movie. And I was like, i dig that name." <laughs>
1: yeah, oh man. And then uh, I mean, I think I think she stood out more than anybody in terms of people that I pay let, that I paid attention to. From those movies, at least, like I, I think I tried with Hayden Christian a little bit, but he really didn't do that much. He, I think he did maybe, uh, I think he did Life as a House, and I I yeah. still have not watched that movie. And uh, I've
0: seen it; I watched it. He was okay, it? but he was just like a little,
1: you know, he was just a troubled teen. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember seeing like the, Kevin. The, of course, uh, Kevin the, Klein was great in it. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Klein's great with whatever you put it in. I, I'm surprised he's not in Star Wars yet. Wild, wild West. <laughs> he still, yeah. He, that's why he just has flashbacks from that big budget, and he's just like, nope, not touching that again. Nope, <laughs> nope. No nope, franchises nope. for me. Um, I, I mean, in, I mean, in I, I would say like it, it was harder with the old cast, like you know, because I did the same thing with the original trilogy. Like I, I was interested in seeing, like Mark Hamill w- was the hardest one. Like I was so surprised that Mark Hamill wasn't some. Big superstar after Star Wars. Like I think the only movie I had found with him at, uh, was The Giver. Do you remember that movie? Which one? The Giver. It.
0: I don't know if I remember. The only way. other one <laughs> I knew was like some sort of space. It was like a, a sci-fi movie. Yeah, where he's it, holding it, a it, gun. It,
1: uh, well, the thing was, The, the Giver was like this weird uh, space mutation thing. Like they used like the same. Um, I want to say it was the same puppet animators that did the Ninja Turtle movies. Uh-huh. I think it was Jim Henson, I think he was involved. Um Okay. But it's like these weird mutated alien things and the Giver was like this little piece of alien technology that this that got like implanted on this guy somehow and he mm-hmm. became like this like cyborg ninja warrior. And Mark Hamill was this detective who was like trying to help him out and he got turned into like this mutated bug and <laughs> hit had a dark wow. end. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a strange Yeah, it's movie.
0: weird. But in a way, it was kind of helpful for me. Yeah. Like it with, yeah, I feel you with with the old cast. It mm-hmm. was like we knew Harrison; he yeah. was a big
1: star. The, yeah, yeah, Indiana and Jones. Was,
0: yeah, that yeah. was pretty much it because the rest of them were like their characters, mm-hmm. and like Mark Hamill was nobody but Luke Skywalker yeah. the rest of my life. Like I didn't even know he was the Joker. Yeah, I was about to say until
1: that
0: too. Later on, yeah, you
1: know? I didn't know until like maybe in the last. Ten years, I found. I, I finally found out that he was the Joker. I, thought, I mean, I, right. I, it wasn't until like I think after the like after the animated series had already gone past. I think the right. Justice League series, did, series had already finished up that I finally found out that Hamill was you know, the Joker. And I mean, he. I mean, that's perfect though because you know that's what you want. You want to disappear into a character where nobody can recognize your voice. Like I, I can see it now. Like I can I can connect Mark's regular voice with the Joker. But mm-hmm. back then, I, I there was no there was no connection between the two. That's how good he was at it, or he, he is at it. He can still do it just as good.
0: Well, I'll tell you with with the to to comment on your first uh, response. Mm-hmm. I was the same way, like with with the way it influenced me. I'm because I'm with you. I'm so into like the behind the scenes of movies, mm-hmm. and then like you know when I was younger. You know, I would – if I really liked an actor, which, you know, it wasn't hard to impress me, but, I, you know, people mm. that I really dig or I dug, you know, mm. um, dig dug, <laughs> would – it would be – I would just, you know, I would start researching other stuff they'd been in and, and backtrack or, you know, I'd look forward to any other movie they would show up with. But I was just – I don't know why it was – I had such a dude crush on and McGregor, <laughs> like – Young Obi Wan was so cool to me. Like I just thought he looked cool. He had the cool braid. I'm sure now people are like, Rat like bruh, you're tripping. Like you were. I, I I still <laughs> thought it was cool. Like he had the awesome ponytail mm. and a braid. How can you do both? <laughs> How can you do both? And he was this awesome fighter. I mean, the you know I don't know, just I so I followed his career. Like I would watch mm. like any like a life less ordinary, the was it down with what was it called? Down with love down with or love something with music. Yeah. Yeah. train spotting? Yeah. And train spotting. Like I went back and watched train spotting. and was like, Whoa, this is way too adult for me. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, man, I just followed everything he did after that. I mean, it was crazy. I loved Liam Neeson, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And of course, I don't know. It's just, you would, you would follow all those people around. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and I would, and, and like it would inspire me. Like I would, you know, I loved the uh, the fighting that was in the movie because it was just so crazy. We weren't used to that level of lightsaber play, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, you get, of course, you know, you're when you're that age and watching that movie, you're like, oh man, I want to be a sword fighter. And so you're getting into kendo and looking at all that stuff, and then looking for the next awesome sword fighting movie and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But, but even back to the old movies, you know, they they really inspired me like to look deeper into movies like especially epics like like serialized movies you didn't see as much like at least when i was when i was a kid you Mm -hmm. you had movies you had sequels and stuff like that but it was just something about that connectivity with with star wars that it just opened up a world to me Mm -hmm. and you know i was already reading a lot of books so that so i don't know i feel like i tapped into something new and it was like okay you know, and you would start i mean they i think i I feel like Star Wars is kind of what got me on the the Lord of the Rings train before Lord of the Rings movies were ever mm-hmm. a thing like before they were ever announced or anything like that, I kind of just had gotten into those you know young and and loved how it felt, you know you just had that that ongoing story that chapter saga mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know. I, I, it just opened up that my world, and and also you know the elements that were in those movies, especially like the kind of like the the feeling of like samurai movies. Mm-hmm. And I was raised a kung fu fanatic. You know, my my dad, you know, that was I was baptized in <laughs> Jackie Chan, God. Bruce Lee. You know, like all up in that. You know, so it was. You know, I was I had a great respect for martial arts, but you know, sword fighting and stuff. You know, just you know it was in movies like Highlander was the big thing, but beyond that, you didn't see it as much. And then you get, you start, you know, to have the medieval movies coming out, but then you have like, when these Star Wars movies come out and you have the, the, like the samurai way, you know, you have the, the, the blade becoming part of the, the warrior and yada, 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 you know, so, it, and the, the awesome fights and it just, you know, you, so I would get into like a lot of Japanese samurai movies and, you know, Kira Kurosawa, seven samurai was, was really, really good. Um, you know, and then just, you know, in Hong Kong cinema in general felt like even like to me, I thought when crouching tiger hidden dragon came out, mm-hmm. it, it complimented star Wars in some way to me. It felt very, cause especially like episode one, you had this, almost like a master and apprentice mm-hmm. story there. And then you had the, you know, kind of like the third wheel coming in and wrecking stuff, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of breaking up that dynamic a little bit. And, and, yeah, it just, I don't know, and then the, the choreography was beautiful, and it just looked, I don't know, it just, to me, it just, it, they, that, that those two worlds went hand in hand, and then, you know, you get into reading medieval, like the, the sci- sci-fi fantasy novels, and mm-hmm. then you start reading the books, and then the authors who wrote those books, you would get into their other books, or at least explore and see what they had, mm-hmm. which I think Ari Salvatore really was the, <laughs> the one I liked reading his stuff the most. I mean, he was, but he was, his reputation preceded him before yeah. Star Wars. But uh, but yeah, man, that was that was kind of like a big influence there in my life. I mean just just the just the aspect of like just respecting and and getting to know a lot more about serialized drama and and
1: action movies. Uh, yeah, and like at least for me, like in terms of books, you know, it, it's it's been hard for me to find uh, a series that kind of has the scope of something like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. Like I, I love that epic scope, and especially, like, for me, I actually do love the, you know, the mystery of, like, if there's a big, like, cosmic mystery, like, one of my favorite examples was Mass Effect, the, you know, the Mass Effect trilogy.
0: Oh, yeah, those are so yeah. well done, oh, they were yeah. really, really good.
1: And, and that one kind of, like, got me into that, I you know, that one kind of introduced me to the whole, you know, ancient space you know, threat type of story, right. and I loved it, like, when you first got introduced to the big bad of the series, it was, for me, because it was my first experience with that type of story, it was so huge, and <laughs> for me, like, Mass Effect became, for me, like, a Star Wars, that it lived only in video game form, like, you know, mo- you know Star Wars was for movies, for me, like, Mass Effect was for the video games, and, like, I would say now, like, in, if it, if I had to just pick something in the books, I would say the Expanse right now. I've been, I've been eating that series up. I'm five books in now, and there's seven out. But I, I love that series, and it's a, it's kind of going along that you know big mystery kind of slow, big ancient space mystery kind of. You're slowly figuring things out, and you know all that kind of stems back all the way from Star Wars because that kind of got me into the whole genre of sci-fi to begin with.
0: Right. But I, Dan, that's what you've been telling me about that series. I mm-hmm. really wonder why I actually started recording the third se- season that started mm-hmm. so that they, you know, I can catch up. And I actually looked the other day and, um, the Netflix, uh, UK Netflix has the series. Yeah. Like they have seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. So, and I use a VPN browser to, to Ooh. watch some of that stuff. Ooh. So, so yeah, man. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try to catch up by watching them through the UK Netflix, and then. Oh. But yeah, it, you've been telling me about how they they they've done a great job of making a new space opera, kind oh, yeah. of a new space epic, and yeah, I, yeah I, I'm totally down for that kind yeah. of stuff. And man.
1: I, yeah, and you people, know. I know, like a lot of people like to say, you know, you know, it's a hard sci-fi. That's what they like to say. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I could classify it as a hard sci-fi, just because like. It it does play with things that come from a space fantasy type of thing, like as in things that, you know, it's either like romanticism in in terms of like the tone or like uh, they don't have a light, they don't have light speed, but they do have something close to it. It's, it it didn't, it didn't give them, you know, I I like the way they kind of romanticized it. They said, uh, they called it Epstein Drive, which is close as they can get to any type of, you know, hyperspace light speed, but, uh, it's called the Epstein drive. And they said, you know, it didn't give us the galaxy, but it did give us the, uh, it did give us the planets or like the solar system, basically. So, you know, they're kind of trapped still, you know, this is kind of, you know, the way they always, always described it was, this is the world you see before they get out past the, you know, this is the story of, you know, how everything works. Before you know, right. you get into the big space epics where everybody is like going all over the galaxy. This is the in-between stage, and it's it's a it's it's one of my I, I, I was blown away by how much I liked it. And I didn't even start with the show; it was you know I started with the books just because their covers looked interesting and they looked you know the the plot looked okay. And I liked George R. Martin's little blurb about it was like you know this is a you know it's something about like this is how a uh, just a I think they called it a kick ass. Space opera, I think, is how he described it.
0: Huh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm hoping that will our Star Wars uh, live action TV show will kind of go along those lines and, mm. and really utilize the 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 TV. Um, I medium.
1: guess you know the
0: medium right now. Like the everything is is so much. I mean, TV is almost better than movies now. I mean, mm. I, I'm not almost. It pretty much is. I mean, TV is taken over as the main. Medium. I mean, that's where people watch nowadays. I mean, you're, you know, we're binge watching shows like crazy, and now the quality is better. They put more money into the TV shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm hoping that Star Wars kind of go, kind of goes off that. I mean, into the, the people from uh, uh, Game Game of Thrones are behind the live action show, yeah. isn't that right? Or no, they're no, doing no. Their own... um,
1: John John Favreau is behind the live action show now. DB DB Weiss and uh, Benioff. I think that they actually just I don't think they've con- like given a specific show, but I think they're kinda like they seem to have a deal similar to Ryan Johnson's where I think they're getting their own set of movies.
0: That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, see I haven't talked about it in so long that I've forgotten, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. So yeah, they they're gonna do their own thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah, that's right, John Favreau is gonna do which John Favreau, he's been behind a few shows and I know he he did the Shannara Chronicles mm-hmm. and the, at least the first season to me was a pretty good adaptation and they put a lot of money into it so god you know with star wars money I, i'm sure he's going to do great so yeah i can i can't wait to see what's what's the future, you know what's in store you know but um i think that's going to probably wrap it up i know we're we're yeah. kind of maxing out our time here mm-hmm. hitting hitting close to the hour but uh i think you know again It's awesome getting to talk to you tonight. Mm -hmm. I think we'll probably have a few more weeks of me and you. I mean, it could be longer. Who knows? But, you know, I'm sure we're going to have Ashley back at some point. And, um, you know, hopefully me and you can come up with a project on our own. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll probably, you know, do a new podcast with our, you know, with something separate. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I enjoy doing this every week with you, man. You're really good to talk to. Um, Because Ashley sucks. I mean, (laughs) you know, don't run the back of bricks. Sorry, Ashley. But, um, yeah, I can't. (laughs) I just can't do it, man. He's he's a diva. He's a he's a diva. He's a diva. That's why he's not here. He's divaing right now. Like, like, yeah. So, yeah. Ashley, I said it. Anyways, I I'm just kidding, people. There's no drama. There is drama. There's not, and there is. You figure it out. Um, but I just want to say also that you can catch us on all of our social media platforms if you wanna. You know, check out our website at dot com. you can talk to us at uh, you know Twitter which is at outer news, you can Facebook us at facebook.com slash outer or you can you know do what the cool kids are doing in Instagram us at instagram.com slash outer and also remember that the podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It's all for entertainment purposes so all the names and sounds we use are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders so yeah. That's it for this week, man. Um, I guess, you know, everybody get out there, get into the shopping frenzy. Let's go solo crazy, buy some toys, you know, eat some Star Wars cereal. I'm sure there's cereals and pastas out there right now. And uh, be good to each other. Have a good 4- 420. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, peace. Peace out.